work. It's been over a year, almost two, since I've been on the podcast. I'm the doctor here with Shanna, my podcast sister in love, and just my sister in general. And we are here with Ashanti in Paris. Say hi, guys. Hi, hey, guys. what's up, y'all? I'm I'm laughing and being goofy because we've been pregame hey. for quite some time, and we could probably pregame for the rest of the night. But we're here to talk about the blockbuster <laughs> documentary. What have we all been waiting to hear? Harry and Meghan. There's a okay. there's a sub thing to it, but I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm, you better <laughs> in, in, in insert some applause or something there. Um, okay, I just I I feel like where we need to start. Um, before we get into the conversation around the documentary is just kind of what were people's impressions or, you know, what was their knowledge of Harry and Meghan coming into this? Because I was very surprised by some of you when we talked about. You shouldn't have been surprised about me. I don't, I don't never follow nobody. So. No, it. I mean, that was not surprising to me um but some other people's responses I was like what okay um is it is it me Jesus (laughs) (laughs) okay so coming into this I remember being younger and thinking Harry was not the cute one and then it switched and Will started looking way more like Charles and I was yo that swap was crazy Yo, that swap was crazy. Because he was very <laughs> awkward and very weird faced when he was young. Um, and then and William was just like a like golden god with the Diana like, hair. Like, he looked like he that. Yeah, he Diana. was he was cute for three years, and then from eighteen on, it just went downhill. It was like every time he cheated, his hairline receded. Like that was the ghost of Diana uh, coming back. Um, Yo, and then Megan, like a Sith, man. <laughs> Megan, I didn't know much about because I never watched Suits. I never watched any of the things that she was on. Um, I remember one time seeing a picture of her and being like, oh, that white woman from Suits. And then somebody was like, no, Shanna, she's black. And I was like, oh, oh, who knew? (laughs) And I remember there being a whole thing when they cast a black man to play her father and that she had specifically mentioned that. And that was why he put that she was biracial. And that was why they cast a black man for that role. Um, so I remember sorry, there being a little he, kerfuffle of that. I'm sorry. How, how did anybody think that she was white? I didn't think she, she looks was black. very white. It she was, looks very white, was, especially in certain lights. Yeah. And 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 basically the way they would is very similar to how she Halo passes like always Jane and Italian. grandchildren no, no. passed. One at a time, one at a time. Go ahead, Shannon. Oh, what were you saying? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was very similar to how JLo always played the Italian woman for a very long time. Like they never a lot of people, even in the documentary, like her uh agent said, like, I didn't. No, like I was sending her out for roles. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, how did he think? Well, I mean, he's white. I can get that. I mean, but how did any of us think? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm i telling you, a lot of people did not know what she was or if they thought she was anything, they thought maybe she wasn't white, but they didn't know she was black. Yeah. Um, And then when she got with Harry, I was just kind of like, this is adorable. And then 
the hate started coming around her race. And that was kind of when I was like, oh, you know, like we ride at dawn for Megan. Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, anytime the whites are mad, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I'm like, like it was a clear black night, a clear black night. It's like the bat signal for black folks. <laughs> Regulator. Now she's ours. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so that was, and then I would say in the past year between the Oprah interview and then I've been listening to her podcast, um, I've just really come to the point of like, I don't understand how people don't like her because she's just like, to me, if you hate on her, it's either because you have a crush on Harry or because (laughs) you're racist because that woman is just very genuine. I think like genuinely earnest in who she is. And so I was like, yeah, I don't understand the haters. Um, so that was where I came into this documentary clearly as a little bit of a stand. Um, so I was, so I was, I was 10 when Harry was born. Um, I was seven when Diana married that troglodyte that is now the King of England. <laughs> not yeah he has been his coronation no, no and i will stand by that well yeah, now unfortunately he becomes king on the death of the queen so yeah so yeah he's just not been he practiced and wearing it but it's not official yet um but anyway uh so you think I, he wears that crown to sleep on, at night let, with let camilla me, let me finish let me finish <laughs> i so i watched that whole relationship watching the boys grow up heartbroken when diana died hated heard that heard that tampon the tampon gate (laughs) the tampon gate heard that um i remember when the rumors were flying around that oh maybe he's james McHewitt's son harry was james McHewitt's son or one horrible rumor was that oh it's prince philip's son because he looks like his grandfather i'm like that whole family is fucking inbred she was their cousin so i mean come on of course he looks like his grandfather (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't mean that Diana was fucking Philip. You, ick, no. Okay. Girl had so now I have that. permission. Now I have permission to say what I want to say when we get further along in this in this uh in this podcast. Okay, thank you. Okay. Um, but for me, like, especially after she died, I'm like, we ride for Diana's boys because they did my girl dirty. They did my girl dirty. <laughs> um and I remember watching Harry through all his shenanigans, his tomfoolery, but then, you know, you also see him grow. And they also show that he talks through that through, through the documentary. With regard to Megan, I'd seen her on Fringe. I'd seen her on Suits. She just seemed like a mediocre actress. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, good for you, girl. You, you bagged you a prince. That's what's up. Um... But it's interesting because in the documentary, watching her in her activism, you see that she's way more confident. She's more her. And I'm like, oh, the acting was a hobby. That makes all the mediocrity of her previous roles make so much more sense. <laughs> so um, <laughs> the acting gave her the, you know, the access for her activism, which, hey, you know, work your program. But I never, I didn't see her as a black woman because she didn't identify as a black woman, at least until like, what was it, episode four or five? Well, I'm an African-American woman. That's not what you said a few years ago, but okay. Um, (laughs) And we'll get to that because that leads into the documentary and I enjoyed it. I was hurt for them. I, but I always ride for Diana's son. And notice I said son, because I don't consider (laughs) her son. (laughs) 
any longer. The fact that he watched, he's old, like Harry blocked out a lot of stuff because of the trauma. William is old enough to have remembered how hurt his mother was behind his father's infidelity. And for then you to turn around and pull the same shit on your wife. That's bullshit. You are not Diana's son. You are Charles's son. Harry is Diana's son. So I ride for Diana's children or child in this case. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my introduction into all of this. Uh, let's go. Cause Ashanti, you've been, I feel bad cause you've been trying to talk sweetie. What, what was your background before we got to the documentary, <laughs> your knowledge? Oh, Oh, well, I didn't know who the hell Meghan Markle was um, <laughs> until they came, un until I guess they announced that they were in a relationship or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm just a few months older than Prince Harry. Uh, we're born in, you know, born in the same year. And when his mom died, I remember when, like, my dad, who's like a big, who's a big history buff, um, this is three years, you know, 1987 was three years before my dad died. Mm -hmm. So, Harry lost his mom, you know, around the same sort of formative, you know, time in uh, his life. The so I kind of I identified with him, but I always thought William was the hottie hottie. So he was. It was really just there was you know no really thinking about Prince Harry because you know like you know cousins, um, there's no, you know, oh damn they do bang their cousins. Let me not do that. <laughs> Gonna um, say, okay. I mean, so you he's still in play if he's a cousin if you go in that yeah, route. So, yeah, that does yeah, it's not an exclusionary. So, okay, anyway, you know what? He, he was the homie, he was the homie from down the street. Okay, so I I knew all about the British royal family because I became like fascinated with Diana because I don't really know who she was, but you know, there are all the documentaries that came out about her and the royal family. I started reading all the books and I had like the magazines that came out when she died and everything. I had a, I have a Princess Diana bear, <laughs> like the, one of the original wow. Princess Diana bears. Yeah. Don't ask me where it is today, but I know I have one. It might be somewhere, you know, molting in my grandma's basement. But um, yeah, so my, um, you know, because when, back when we had um, dial up, you know, and I was into like, little anglophile prince william love him to death big you know teenage crush deal um i don't know if you remember like yahoo and like geocities and how people would write like fanfics yes mm -hmm. yes yes so i was big into fan fiction i grew out of it didn't write any but boy did i i read some good stuff but for the most part i really didn't think about you know, them and the world family, um, like they really weren't relevant until Megan popped up. So um, she made them interesting. And I don't think that um, Harry, uh, Harry really, he cast, uh, he pulled a real one. One, because like objectively, she's gorgeous like knockout gorgeous and you know kind of Prince Harry kind of a little basic but you can see the you can see the charm and I maintain this to this day that though they both come from like you know shabby ass ratchet families um 
Harry married up when definitely. he married Megan. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's like class, like she has it. That was the problem. Brains, beauty. Yeah. She's like uh, she is the archetype of what a Disney princess is or ought to be. Because she has it all. Like she's absolutely like she's brilliant. She's smart and funny. I didn't, I know that she went to like Northwestern. Um, and I knew that she um had a double major in like international relations. So I knew that she was like politically aware uh, about issues. And then once more information was coming out about her and like the whole um, getting Dawn to change their advertisements. Um, and then her work with um, women around the world, like her philanthropy and activism, that I found all that out after the fact. And I was like, okay, he got a real one. So he got he got one that is you know dedicated to the mission of the royal family. Like she's gonna be a worker. The royal family did not like that because she worked a little too much. Well, and what I said, and this I think I put it in our group chat, Shannon, when we were chatting. It was and I also I said it and then I saw someone say it on social media. It was like a panel of Brits talking about the documentary. But I said, just like Diana, and then this person said, and also Sarah Ferguson, Andrew's ex-wife, and also yep. Princess Margaret, the Queen's sister. Women who draw too much attention away from the monarchs and future monarchs of that family are systematically destroyed by that family. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, because I saw somebody saying, um, like somebody responded to one of my tweets because I was live tweeting about the documentary and they were like, yeah, like that's what always happens is like someone new comes and like the press gets really excited about them and like that's all that they write about and da, 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 da. and and it dies down after a while. And I was like, well, two things. One, <laughs> had they just done that, like just let it die down, like I do think eventually, like, while I do think the media was really getting off on this whole idea of, like, Meghan and Harry, the new royal, the new face of royal family, da da da, da one, that was helping them <laughs> in, in their thing. But also, I think, had they let it die down instead of what we all pretty much suspect was happening behind the scenes was that they were feeding the beast with these, like, stories about her being a diva and all this other stuff in an effort to turn um the to turn the public opinion about her around had they actually just chilled out and let it die down I think it would have eventually like people would have just been like oh she's just like because you think about uh Will and Kate I don't think about Kate anymore I, I, I just I, I thought about honestly, Kate ever. I, yeah, yeah I've never thought about her before. That's it. Milk toast piece of unleavened bread to walk on two legs. Before, but that's the thing Harry is because Megan, before Harry and Meghan even got together, aside from her pushing out that boy's big head kids, Kate who? But the thing is, if you remember, because I distinctly remember the Will and Kate era, because again, like 
I, I went to like boarding school, like, you know, there was a time when like Will was very much so like the ideal, like, Mm -hmm. you know, boy, he was like, he was up there like with, Mm -hmm. you know, pictures of the Backstreet Boys and Prince William. Mm -hmm. You applied to, you applied to St. Andrews, didn't you? (laughs) I did not, (laughs) not like Kate, Um, but Mm -hmm. there was a period where it was all about Will and Kate. It was Will and Kate this, Will and Kate that. And, you know, who like, what is she wearing? Who, who like, uh, like the babies, what are the baby's names going to be? Like her sister, it was all about yeah, her sister. Yeah, I was just going to say they moved from, oh, from, yeah. from Kate to Pippa. And there was like, no, you know, is, are Pippa pause. and Harry going to get together? No, and pause about <laughs> Pippa. Oh, did you see her bum? Look at her bum. What bum? Yeah, I ain't understand. She had a, a slightly larger than average white woman. She behind. had booty um, pads no, in the dress. Didn't. It was booty pads <laughs> in the dress. But I'm sorry, go ahead. But, no, so, no. But there Bryce was a Dallas period. Howard has a larger than normal white butt. Pippa, <laughs> I, no. But there, but <clears throat> to to that point, there was a fervor around when she first got married. There was a fervor around when she first had their first kid, mm-hmm. and then it just died down. She continues to do her charity work. She continues to do all the stuff for the monarchy, but we just and don't she hear does about it. Little things here and there, exactly. And I think had they not again fed the beast in this attempt to like turn people off of Megan, I think it would have been the same thing. I think you would have gave it a year or two. You would have gave them that COVID year of not really going out and doing anything. Mm -hmm. And we would be sitting here in a different 2022 had they just left them alone. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you saw her say that she would have, it it wasn't like it, she wasn't the wife of the future monarch. And so right. their tours wouldn't have pulled as much attention had the firm not been doing shit behind the scenes to try to shoot down the attention she was getting. Like her efforts were philanthropic. She even said, even before the documentary, these were interviews and before the Oprah, she said, you know, I didn't realize that I couldn't be as outspoken as I was before I married into the family, but I'm willing to dial that back. It's challenging, but I'm willing to do it. She was willing to play the game. She was literally out here in mauve and beige (laughs) and white all the time, Mm -hmm. trying to not wear the same colors as the more senior royals. Like that, that was a woman that was willing to play the background. (laughs) And again, if they were to let it die down. But they decided to get funky. Yeah, but even on Megan's like lowest, like basic, like setting, just her default far, far better than um and sophisticated than Kate. Um, I remember that clip when they were, you know, at the Fab Four, they were doing the um, I guess the talk about mental health, the four of them. And Megan came straight out the gate talking about um, women's empowerment and women having voices. And she brought up me too. And, and Kate was just sitting there like, mm. do well, I have to and, say anything and, after that? Well, and that's, but even that was too much for the Royal family. Like 
Exactly. Elizabeth, and that is Elizabeth that is Megan on level one. Elizabeth was notorious. That's entry level, Megan. Shut, even when she shouldn't have kept her mouth shut. But before we go there, Parrish, we didn't give you a chance to talk about your background and familiarity with all these yahoos before we got to this topic. Oh, yeah. No, I was I was I was perfectly content to be last because, I mean, they so people on the podcast like these are my friends. They know me. <laughs> um, I don't have to follow black people like black celebrities so I, I i don't follow them white folks um <laughs> I, I, you know i mean like i'm not that far in from in age from 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 doc so you know i remember the wedding i remember when when the sons were born um i did have some sort of pop culture connection to the sons um just because you know they were in the limelight and you sort of identified with princess Di. Um, I thought Princess Di was was super pretty and elegant, even though, uh, you know, objectively, she's about as far from my type as possible. I just, she was just, everyone loved Princess Di. Mm-hmm. I re- actually remember when, when she died, um, you know, that, that, that's a, a moment that is imprinted in my mind. Um, you know, and I remember all the kind of the the, the fuckery with Harry. Um, it, the 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 documentary was very enlightening because you know it, you know one of the things that documentaries do is they condense all of these events into like a narrative that you can follow and put the pieces together. All of that was a cry for help. Like mm-hmm. your your boy did not want to be in the situation he was in. Yeah, and that was before Megan came along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and in listening to him, that that you, you could not come to any other conclusion unless you just wanted to hate on Megan. Um, yeah, so it was interesting for me to watch, you know, this from watch the royalty. Um, as far as Megan is concerned, um, you know, I saw her on Fringe. I didn't; I, she was not memorable at all to the point where. You know, I, I when I go back and watch Friends, I say, "Oh, that's Meghan Markle." I I can't remember she. I I forgot she was on the show. Um, she is is stunning. Um, again, someone that it's like I objectively find stu- stunning. She's not necessarily she doesn't necessarily do it for me, but she's objectively beautiful. Um, and the more I sort of learned about her from watching the news and and what have you I, she 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 really had her shit together um and watching this documentary it 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 made me sort of appreciate her for who she is cuz again I I don't follow these folks and so you know I I really understood the extent of what she she really was about activism and she really was um about making a difference and and that you know like Ashanti said that 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 would have been an asset for the royal family if they weren't so you know, fucking ridiculous but i mean this is the same royal family who went to parliament to get an exemption so that they could discriminate against people in their household based on protected mm-hmm. classes so i mean are we really I... shocked <laughs> casually said that (laughs) i did want to also uh just say because you brought it up paris there's also just something so well done about this documentary in terms of the pacing and Mm. how 
they created that narrative because first of all, I think they did something very smart. The trailer didn't even drop to like three days before it premiered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I don't think we, we knew something was coming. We didn't know what date. And I think they did that on purpose because they didn't want to oh, yeah. give the British media too much time to like gear up and, and get their articles out. Cause that's what happened with the Oprah interview. I feel like that was announced like far in advance. And so there was all this like Mess. aggravation leading up to it. Yeah. And then I didn't know it was going to be six episodes. So at first I was like, first of all, I was up that midnight and I was like, I'm watching now. And then I was like, shit, this is three episodes. I'm not staying up till three. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I didn't know they could make six episodes out of this. I was that wondering was how other it was I was wondering how it was going to be six because I wanted to wait for all of them to drop. So I didn't actually start watching it until yesterday evening. And then my ass wound up being up to one o'clock finishing all six. But I was sitting up here like, how y'all... And I went into it a little reluctantly. I'm like, what y'all got to talk about for six fucking episodes that mm-hmm. y'all didn't cover in the Oprah interview? I mean... That was the thing Everything. that was crazy to me because <laughs> right. I said, I'm not going to be up till 3 a.m. But then it got to the end of episode two and I said, I have to stop myself. I was like, <laughs> make yourself go to sleep. Yeah. Because I wanted to know what was next. <laughs> they did a really good job of yeah, editing I, this and putting this it, together. Yeah. It was as engaging a, a documentary as I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it was. It was re- and I watch a lot of documentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. It was so well done. And shout out to whoever did the um, music, um, the um, music instrumental, the instrumental. Yeah, yeah. shout out to him. Um, I'm trying to find that instrumental version of the soundtrack. <laughs> But it wasn't it, it was like the the background music, but then also the the music drop, like the needle drops, like the actual music that they use. Like, um, you know, when she talked about going to the chapel and how that mm-hmm. was all she wanted to hear on her wedding day. And then they played that behind all this stuff about the wedding. And um, oh, one of the episodes ends. Oh, the episode right before they decide that they're leaving, they end that episode with uh, You Don't Own Me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was, was like, brilliant. shout out to the music supervisor. <laughs> Somebody said, we got some song choices for y'all to go through. <laughs> it was really well done. And even like, I remember finishing the first episode and going, dang, I really want to know what Megan's mom had to think about all this. And then the second episode opens with the interview with Megan's mom. I was yes. like, it's like they knew. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there were uh, there were moments like, uh, you know, like LaShawn sort of uh, alluded to. Um, I had some, I, I really wanted to understand uh, how Megan sort of uh, came to her identity. And as soon as I started thinking about that and her proximity to whiteness, she starts talking about it. And then the same thing with the the Nazi uniform at the party. As soon as, I, well, are, are they going to just going to graze over this? Or are they going to talk about it? And then he starts talking about it. And it was very well paced. And, mm-hmm. he, and here's what I will say, because we're talking about the setup of the documentary, but I'm ready to get into it. So I'm just going to say it. Okay. I... I'm always, I, 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 like I said at the outset, I've always been here for Diana's son. I root for them. I still actually root for Will. I can't help but feel he's been pulled into 
I, I'm going to be the future king, so I got to pay attention to my dad. I really feel like that plays a big role into why Will is the way Will is now. So I'm still kind of rooting for him. Hopefully when he becomes monarch and from under the shadow of his fuck-ass father, he'll become the man that Diana was trying to raise him to be. That said, I go back and forth with how I feel about Megan. And I was, I was, I wasn't sure I was going to share that. Um, I know we as a community, we embrace everybody, even if we, even when they don't embrace us. And one of the questions I had, which, like we said, the pacing of the documentary answered, I'm like, okay, I'm watching episode one. Why does the Prince of England have more black friends than this black woman? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you brought that up in, in our in, in a DM conversation, I'm and like, I was like. You you were in my head with that one. But then Doria explained. She's like, that was my feeling as her mother was not making sure she had exposure to the black part of her heritage. So I was like, okay. But then it, I, again, please hear me out there in podcast land and hear me on this panel. What Megan went through was some bullshit. She should not have had to go through any of that. She did not earn any of that. She did not deserve any of that. What was being done to her was abuse. That said, caveat. This is me in my, entering my AARP years. I am tired of people keeping our community at a distance when it does not serve them and then running to us for help when it does. And I'm not saying I know we reached out as a community to assist her, but at no point in the documentary did I hear her really acknowledge that she was ready to do the work to really figure out why as an adult, she was continuing to do that despite having this black mama and what she was gonna do moving forward aside being this white man's wife. I struggled with that. I was like, I'm glad Tyler was able to get them somewhere safe the way the family pulled that security and basically put a target on their fucking backs was some bullshit. Like, how can you do that to your own family? And everybody's like, it's the firm, it's the firm. She is the goddamn queen of England. He is the goddamn future king of England. And if he has no, if they have no power, set the press aside. If they have no power amongst the people who organize their life to put their foot down and say enough, then what is the point of them? So I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I'm going to stop there. I so about what time. is the point of them? Because there's also a legitimate questions to um, ask is, well, so they want to, you know, show a side of the monarchy that's more progressive, that's more diverse and modern or modernizing. But who was it for? Because when you're in an institution based on bloodline superiority and, 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 and fighting what, for <laughs> and what they call divine appointment, like they've been divinely yeah, appointed to these divine roles. right of kings. So uh, you're fighting for uh, equality amongst people whose like raison death is to be um, separate and apart and in fact born to rule over us, you know, peons. And then that message is, well, are we talking about like trickle down equality? Because, you know, if 
the royal family, it, it, the culture of the institution hasn't made any steps to actually um, think about the issues of like how they got their wealth, um, their historic ties to the slave trade and you know colonialism. They haven't really acknowledged any of that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, every time, um, you know, then there's, you know, like you said earlier, uh, um, them not having like, having a special exemptions, so they didn't have to hire you know black folks or people of color. Like you know, there's you can't really window dress the royal family. Like they kind of are what they are. So like there's a conflict there that I can't really I can't really reason with. And I wonder how like what are they fighting for here? Because it's easy enough for them to just be Mr. and Mrs. Um, Sussex or whatever. Mountbatten, Windsor. So what, okay, my, I guess my comment back to both that and what you were saying, LaShonda, because I saw somebody saying something online that was similar to like, it's really hard for me to have sympathy for Harry and Meghan when they're fighting to have a place in this family that, um, that is like known for you know all these horrible historical atrocities or whatever and from benefiting from it yeah I don't think at this point Harry and Meghan are fighting to have a place within that family at all. I think that's long gone <laughs> you know like that's that's over with that's long gone I think at this point what they're fighting for is the truth like she said is to to not have people just out there saying things that are lies and like and to be truthful about what happened like like what were y'all hiding by throwing us to the wolves so mm -hmm. i think that's kind of where at least where harry and megan are at like as to the monarchy i and at this point, kind of wishing the monarchy falls apart before Charles's official coronation. But that's just me. Um, I mean, there's really no point to them. And the point over the past is the Commonwealth. And like, right, said, that's exactly what it is. The, the thing that most would have helped that portion of it would have been the would Black Megan. Princess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is it, you know what it is with the Commonwealth? Is the fact that these conversations about removing the queen as a head of state have been going on for years. And then Megan comes along and you, they kind of mute. People are moving and shaking. They, but no, they kind of mute until they did Megan what they did. And then mm -hmm. what was it? Barbados and Jamaica. They're like, yeah, peace Charles to his face. Hell, even Australia was talking about it. Mm -hmm. Australia was talking about it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So and it's like. Canada so will just one part, day pop up without a head of state. Don't tell anybody that part. I'm like, I'm kind of like, that's not what they're fighting for. They don't care about being a part of that family. Now, in terms of Megan with her race stuff. Can I jump in for one second? Yeah. Because I I don't want to lose my, my thought here. I, I And I, I, I kind of alluded to this earlier. I don't think that Harry was that invested at all. Anyway, before Megan, I think Harry found in Megan someone a support system mm -hmm. that allowed him to make that to make that separation with his family but I mean the dude went to Africa and then served two tours in Af Afghanistan to get away from his fucking family mm -hmm. 
I don't think he was ever invested in 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 being a royal. He wasn't invested in the mm-hmm. institution of the royal family. He was invested in the family part of being. A, he wanted his family. He wanted to be loved by his father. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be seen more as just a spare part thrown in a closet. Because I remember mm-hmm. when he was born, oh, we've got our heir and a spare. And I'm like, even at my young age, I'm like, that sounds kind of real. Yeah, that's kind of fucked a up. Child, yeah. A baby a spare, what the fuck? Also, he, spare is available for pre-order at Barnes and Noble's Amazon. <laughs> he was really close got to my his grandmother. And, you, and the fact that they Same. blocked him from his grandmother, they had a really close relationship outside of the institution of the royal family. She was That was his grandmother. And mm-hmm. the fact that they blocked him from his grandparents, he was mm-hmm. invested in the emotional ties of family. He was never invested in the institution that is the royal monarchy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I should clarify. I, I agree with you. I don't think he was ever invested in his family, the institution. Mm-hmm. He clearly loves his grandparents. And, um, and, and, up to and a I think point, he, he loved his brother. And I think he still loves yes. his brother. But I, they're at a point of no return at this point. I, think I look. Like, I I told y'all. I told y'all instant messages. You know, um, if, if Harry came, if, if Harry was at a point where he, you know, William gets a clip, if he, if he ever sees him again, I I would not, I would not blame him at all. I, <laughs> Listen, the Queen's funeral, like seeing them interact, uh, or kind of barely just you know interact. Like it really broke my heart seeing like um, Harry and Meghan, and especially Meghan. Like white, the white women were just like ignoring her, <laughs> and you could and you could tell that there was like an obvious, you know, we're just doing this for the gram about it when it came to the Cambridges and the Sussex. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, <laughs> no more wine. <laughs> You switch to bourbon? Oh, no, 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 no. I I honestly think, at least with the race stuff, I think also maybe because I, I don't know, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like I know a lot of these, like, very clueless biracial people that really didn't come to themselves. (laughs) So, like... Like, I, like, I'll be honest, some of them, I like, I be seeing people online, like, it wasn't until George Floyd that I really realized how Black I am. I'm like, oh, my God. I cannot relate either. Like, in uh, the words of J.L. Coven, they're like daywalkers. <laughs> so I think I, I just, while I don't agree, I, I understand how it must be to look at yourself and to acknowledge, acknowledge that you were half, you know, like she, she never shied away from acknowledging that she was half, but I imagine how fucking jarring it must be to like get with this white man. And mind you also, she had been married to a white man before they did gloss over that part in the documentary. She had been married right the fuck over it. Yeah. The (laughs) the hot girl summer where she met Harry was because that was her post-divorce summer. Mm. Like they glossed right over that part. But, you know, so I can imagine, you know, you've been out here living your life. You were married to a white man before you on a show, like all this stuff. Like, 
And, and then all of a sudden you get with, you know, Prince Harry and it's straight out of Compton. Harry's girlfriend is, you know, from the hood. <laughs> I would be like, bitch, what? Like, like I'm, I'm sorry, what? And we do again, like, cause that was also the point where I started to be like, Oh yeah, that woman that I one time thought was white. Actually, she's black, but now they're talking shit about her. So, so we got to rally behind her. We do as a community, we do regather people up, even if they haven't necessarily done anything to deserve it. Um, I think, I think because I think part of it is because of the activism work that she does. And because she, while she prioritizes women in her work, she like really prioritizes women of color in her work. I think that's kind of why I, I've I've let a little bit of that go. Like and, I, and I think that's why I'm conflicted. Like I said, um, when I look at, and the documentary helped clear some of that up for me. Like I saw the work that she was doing, especially with women of color. It didn't seem performative. And while I appreciate that, I would still, and I can't force her to do nothing. She, she don't know me from anything. But <laughs> hopefully she watched the documentary and hearing even her mother say, I dropped the ball in connecting her to that part of her culture. She seems like and someone- When Prince Charles wait, got wait, the wait, gospel wait, choir me, together. Hold on. Oh, let, excuse let me, me. Let me, sorry. <laughs> okay. Hopefully hearing her mother say that will kind of spark something in her to do that deeper work to connect mm -hmm. to both sides of her culture is all that's all I'm saying. And, yeah. but I just, as a community, yes, we can gather. Yes, we can support, but we still need to be pulling tails. Like, okay, you wasn't nowhere near us when you didn't need us. So don't fuck this up. Go do the work, go be a better you essentially. So, sorry, Shanti, what were you about to say? Oh, oh I'm sorry for interrupting, uh, but it just, um, it kind of tickled me that it was thanks to Prince Charles that we had that amazing gospel choir at that wedding. Charles is always <laughs> like some black artists. <laughs> Prince, Prince Charles said he he forming a, a whole new choir. He said we're gonna take mm -hmm. the best singers. <laughs> listen, listen, that 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 wedding was fun as hell to watch. I'm not gonna lie, and that and I had no idea. Maybe it came out then. I had no idea that he put that choir together. <laughs> But thank you, um, King Charles. That that was that was pretty no, good. Pretty good on your part. You we can don't call him King. You can, <laughs> you can probably find this performance on YouTube. There was a group, a British group called Three Degrees. There is a video of him listening to them, him listening to their song "If and When." And he is in the audience mesmerized by these black women. There was actually some scuttlebutt that he may have had a dalliance with one of the singers in the group <gasps> yeah I've I, I did hear that. about that yeah. I did hear about yep. that y'all know I love a good dalliance <laughs> <laughs> yes come so, on Charles if it's one thing he he loves black music that's that's when I mean he might be he might he's he's white he's British he's a royal but he do like him well, black music so I mean I wasn't Brits, shocked about I wasn't shocked about the choir Brits generally go up for black music yeah so I mean you know, David Bowie. There it is. Yep. 
Phil Luther Collins. Luther Vandross was his Steve. backup singer. I will never forget that. <laughs> Phil Collins. Steve. I mean, Shit. yeah. Um, I the mean, so the Rick Roll? I mean, so there's there's some weird like elements about the race thing that I'm I. There are certain things that I'm content to just kind of sit and observe because as I've gotten older, I sort of really, I mean, anybody that follows me on Twitter knows that I'm, I am 100% about the DC area and PG County um, in particular. Um, I, so the, I, I, over the years, I, I've kind of reflected on how sort of bizarre me living, being from where I'm from is in terms of like acculturation Mm. and I had to realize that there are people out there that don't walk out of their house and everyone from their doctor all the way down to their mailman is black Mm. you know and so I I don't know I I just find it very interesting that that Megan had this proximity to whiteness and that her mom did not, you know, admittedly did not give her that counterbalance. Um, To me, it's fascinating how, and and a lot of this came, you know, through force, um, I I would imagine, Mm. how she came about understanding her identity. Um, I could appreciate that journey. I I just, I don't know, I I just feel kind of, a part of me feels a little bit icky, sort of, giving too much commentary on someone else's journey. Like I get that there are a lot of people who are black that that don't seem to want to be with us mm. until the shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Um and and yeah, we do I, I think we do need to do some gatekeeping about that shit. Mm. Um but I don't know. I I I don't know. I I tend to be sort of weird and a little bit judicious about that. I I don't know. It's, I, I just think I have a lot of bias there that like there's there there are experiences that happen with, with you know fellow black people that I just that are that that own their blackness that grew up in environments that I couldn't possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Like I could not imagine being the only black person in my neighborhood. I, you know, I yeah, so it's just sort of interesting for me to watch, to listen to those stories and watch those stories. And I don't know if it makes any sense or I'm just ranting, but. No, no, it does. I, I do understand what you mean. And that's why I said, you know, it seems in what, like I said, watching her outside of her acting space, watching her in this documentary, listening to her in her activist spaces, she doesn't strike me as the kind of person that's not willing to do that work. Mm-hmm. Um, and she might've thought by engaging in the activism, she was kind of getting what she needed from that, but then mm-hmm. entering this family and going through the trauma that the British put her through was kind of a, a trial by fire. I, so I, I don't dislike Megan for that excuse. It was more the general concept that we see that way too often. And as a community, we are way too willing to just be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you shot on us for years. <coughs> But it's okay. We'll swoop into the rescue. You know what I mean? And so, and especially black women, mm-hmm. especially, it's especially expected of black women. I think, and this is a bit of a tangent, but if that poor young man, well, yes, I'm going to say it because he was murdered. That poor young man down in Florida that was murdered by the OnlyFans model who has spent all them years shitting all over black women 
And then when he died, his family was like, well, we need black women to organize. I'm like, oh, for the man who said we couldn't do nothing for him, we still can't do nothing for him. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. what is this? Who yeah. Got- oh, yeah, that, 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 the Instagram model that, yeah. Yeah, it's a young man named Christian Obuselmi. I'm going to mess up his last name. If you look that up, he was murdered back in April by his girlfriend, who was an OnlyFans model. And she went for months without being arrested. But they finally arrested her because at first she was saying it was self-defense and he was beating on her. But then they found all these elevator clips and CCTV footage. Oh, okay. I do remember this. Okay. Yeah. Of her beating the shit out of him, along with like a a recorded audio of her going in on him and beating the shit out of him. And I feel bad that he was in a DV relationship, but you the one that said the white woman was the prize. She prized your ass all the way Mm. to the upper room. Um, (laughs) Damn. Damn. I'm surprised to right to the upper room. Lord. I can't. I can't. I think my iced coffee might have been spiked. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was rude. But you get my point, right? Wow. Lord. I'm I'm going to let y'all talk now. I'm going to just stop. Yeah, no, I I, I I definitely. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wasn't wasn't coming at you, uh, Doc. I, I just that's just my 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 little rambling thought on that. It's just it's just a weird place for me. Mm, yeah, no, I hear you, and I agree. I agree, and like I said, I think she'll do the work. Um, it it is a wake up call, and it was a very cruel wake up call, right? It's yeah. not yeah. like she encountered this stuff at work or discriminate. I'm sure she did encounter some discrimination in Hollywood, not enough to snap her out of it. But mm-hmm. this was cruel. They damn near drove this woman to death. Both I, drove her to take her own life. And then later, with the paparazzi getting ridiculous, they could have killed her and him and Harry and their kids the same way they killed Diana. Yep. So she shouldn't have had to come to this realization that way. I do yeah. feel very bad for her in that regard. I think, too, um, if we're talking about, like, she's, a little bit older than me. She's probably closer in age to you, right? Like she's because she's, she's in her early forties. Um, yeah, and so I think it's interesting as well if you think about like kind of the time that she was coming up, even the time that she was in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we live in a world where I think for a lot of people who are biracial. At that time, it was like everything was, is a microaggression. Everything is comments that is like, is that really racism? Mm-hmm. And if you're not somebody who's already attuned to that mm-hmm. or looking for that, like, I'm sure, like, when she's not getting, even, actually, I'm not sure. From the documentary, I was like, oh, girl, you don't get it. <laughs> you still don't get it. Cause she was saying, like, she was like, I would go out for these roles and like, I didn't really fit one box or the other, or like, I, I just was like going out for roles and like, I wouldn't get callbacks and I, you know, but I just kept, you know, working at it. And at one point I thought about not acting anymore. And I was like, girl, you weren't getting roles because you were too dark mm-hmm. to play white women. Yeah. Like they, you, they couldn't outright cast you as a white woman. Not even a spicy <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah, it's like, the same, it's same, same issue uh, for Afro, Afro, yeah. Afro Latin actors, yeah. you know. She's and so I was like, yeah. she, she didn't even now put that together yeah. 
that that was about her race. <laughs> like it wasn't about, I mean, you could call her a mediocre actress. I don't like, I honestly, again, don't really know because I didn't watch her enough to, but like, girl, that was about race. <laughs> like that's what that was. And she still didn't quite put that together. And I was like, I said, she's still, yeah. She, she's the worst progress. It, yeah, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's, she has never not had proximity to privilege. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She went to a, she went to a, and this is not shade on boarding schools or didn't she go to a boarding school or really ritzy school? She went to a really uh, rich private school, Immaculate Heart. And she yeah. went to it for most of her, um, most of her time. Cause she was there from like, I want to say middle school to all through high school you know and i and i get it out you know i went i went to catholic school i i get a piece a portion of that but again i went to i went to catholic school where i where i grew up so there's a there's a whole different yeah. level there but there i mean you know you you do you know she she was in a situation where she was surrounded by people who who had privilege yeah and i think it was easier for her to see the disparity in her being a woman rather Mm -hmm. than to see this disparity in her being a black woman. Like, so that's why I think so much of her early activism is just around women's empowerment, women, this women, that, and And then the race thing became part of it. (laughs) It was like, even still, she says woman of color. Mm -hmm. She doesn't say black woman. Which, yep. which is fair. I, I get it. She identifies as biracial, so I get that. But even mm-hmm. in like how they were attacking her, you know, they did the Shara Compton, then they talked about, well, she's older. She's so much older. She's three years older. She was born in 81. He was born in 84. It's not like she groomed him. You know, it's not <laughs> like she had the word teen in her name when he was born. Calm the fuck down. She's not, she's not Sam Taylor Johnson. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, he, all right. Lashana firing shots all night. <laughs> I think Aaron Taylor Johnson is sitting over here like Nene Leakes. Like, how did I get it? <laughs> how did I get it? But I mean, so I mean, so they're ragging on her because she's older. They're ragging on her because she's an actress. They're ragging on her because she runs her mouth. According to them, she's outspoken. They're ragging on her because she's a divorcee. And well, they all gave Charles shit about being a divorcee. No, we gave Charles shit about talking about he wanted to be that girl tampon that's what we gave him <laughs> shit on he's a okay let me let me ju- i'm sorry i gotta jump in on this <laughs> i gotta I, one second because i did not okay you like i said we are not that far in age i did not know about that tampon shit until like two years ago <laughs> what the fuck Woo, child let me tell you <laughs> mess wow so they're, they're ragging on her for all these other things. So I also get why someone who grew up with this proximity to whiteness, who wasn't really connected to it all, would also say, maybe it is me being a woman of color, but there's all these other things there. You know, she's, they're, mm-hmm. they're like, psh, 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 all these different angles. Is Doria an only child? Doria? Uh, I yeah. Know. That is a good it seems like they, yeah, it seems like they don't have a lot of extended family. Although I do remember Megan saying something about like growing up with aunts, but you know how we are, Black folks, that, that don't necessarily oh, yeah. love aunts. Actual aunts. Here we go. Mm-hmm. So she was born in. <clears throat> 
Doria Radwin was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, her parent. Okay, uh, so she was born to do maternal grandparents, worked as a bellhop, parents knew to when she was a baby, later divorced. In 83, her father married kindergarten teacher Ava Burrow, who is near to Raglan's age. The two remained close after that. That marriage, she has two older maternal half-siblings, Joseph, who died in 2021, and Sandra, she's still alive, and a younger paternal half-brother. But it looks like she was the only child to those parents, and she was probably... Mm. Let me see. When, when was Doria born? Doria was born in 56. Her sister is two years older than her. Her deceased brother is five years older than her. Maybe she just didn't grow up with him. Mm -hmm. Oh, that made me wonder. That, that that was the one thing I wished, I had hoped they would address, but I get it. They only had so much time. Paris, you probably remember this, and some of you do too from watching some old Diana stuff. Remember after Diana died how her brother Charles Spencer's like, I will make sure that the Spencer side of this family is involved in these mm -hmm. lives. Mm -hmm. I've always yes. wondered. Yes. I've always wondered, did they keep their word? Did they stay actively involved with the boys? Because it does not seem like it at all. There was no mention of the Spencer side of the family. In That's, any yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Even and not just I was so I, I had just, a not just a documentary, <clears throat> but even like for the past six years of their courtship and marriage, no mention of the Spencers. Yeah, and I, that that hit me when I when I, I made a sort of a fucked up joke with a friend that like Megan and Harry both bonded on the fact that like the white side of their family was fucked up. <laughs> and then I, I was like, you. "Where's the lie?" Huh? But where's the I was lie? Like, yeah, no, I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> but then I thought about it. I was like the only side of the family he had was the royal family. Mm -hmm. Like, you're right. I didn't hear anything about Diana's side of the family. And, like, Harry says at the end about Lilibet that, like, she she favors her Spencer side of the family. But you're right. We, we never hear anything about them. And what, to me, actually, what this solidified for me is they're good on family, like between their friends, between and and like their friends from before, like her people come by their her Hollywood friends or whatever. Her but Hollywood like friends, his his connections, like that prince in Lesotho, like yeah. he said, that's like my brother. Yeah, um, like his, his friends from uh, Eaton. They seem mm -hmm. very close. Yeah, even so, the, the 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 fella that he did a lot of the work with in uh, in Africa, they oh, were yes. like, yeah, we were born about the same time. He's like a brother to me. Yeah, the Prince of Lesotho. Yeah, okay, I'm, so. I'm like, they are good. They have family. <laughs> like, like they yeah. do not need the royal family in order to have family. They they, they gonna be straight. <laughs> yeah, they created their own tribe. Yeah, and I and I do, and they do have a really diverse tribe. So, like, I can't can't really, you know, I don't have really any complaints about that. So they have friends from you know different ethnicities. All I mean, shoot, Beyonce calling you. Um, I are, was going to say that. <laughs> okay, I got words. Beyonce needs to say that. <laughs> I he was made to break generational curses. The girl don't even half know who she is. Sit down, Beyonce. Sit the hell down. God damn. Look, I'm just saying is Beyonce, I didn't say it. 
Y'all, I said it. Wait, not gonna get me. That is actual cancellation. I would like an invite to the next club renaissance. I am older than her and just shy, just barely younger. I'm older than her too, but that is actual cancellation, and I don't want that. Like I know, but as a as a community, this is the other thing we got to stop doing. We got to stop using words and phrases just because we see stuff. <laughs> words have meaning. Is all I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna leave it there. I didn't see it, Beyonce. I, yeah. This Beyonce, biracial cool, woman right? who barely knows she's black was born to break generational curses. Make it make fucking sense. Beyonce. <laughs> The, the the words of Lashonda do not necessarily reflect <laughs> the views of the entire podcast. Okay, just putting it out there. <laughs> yeah, this is just a sidebar, but I do appreciate um, Megan. Like, I guess towards the end of so like five or six, she's just like walking around with her hair like frizzy and curly. I was like, "Yep, I see it." That's what I want to see. I want to see actually more natural hair, Megan. If that, like, to me, that that's when we'll really know that she's gotten in touch. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, her hair is so fried. Yeah. This is an aside. Like she said herself, her her hair was probably won't curl like it used to. Yeah, she's she's probably blown dry. She's probably blown it straight so much. But I was gonna yeah. say though, also, girlfriend, I need you to get a back brace because when you pregnant, you ain't nothing but belly. Mm. She, yeah, she bellowed so some cute. twiggy legs. I was scared she was gonna fall for it and crack her head open. She was all belly. <laughs> Although, see, I'm gonna be a piece of shit, sis at male. Um, when she had the second baby, she she kind of got hella ass afterwards. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean when she walked out to the interview? Yeah, she 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 had some booty. Yeah, 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 she she was she was caked up. Well, I mean <laughs> that tends to happen when you carrying all that baby on your belly. I, hip, look, I'm not spread. saying. Look, I I 100 agree. I love it. God bless you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but she has such a cute little. She had two cute bumps with her babies. It was adorable. Oh, I'm like, look at all that belly. So cute. I'm like, I, I also tired. <laughs> like Megan looks it. like she just lives in an anthropology magazine. Like just the whole catalog. She is anthropology. <laughs> and I'm jealous. Uh, I really appreciated seeing the behind the scenes of their courtship. Like I knew about the whole like they met when she was like in London. I think I knew about the DMs. Maybe I just he slid into the yo right. <laughs> I don't have any friends clearly because no one has set me up this way. I on IG. I already told every single one of my friends that y- all of y'all, I, I, I do not rock with y'all. Y'all have not done this for me. Like, <laughs> I'm very upset. But like, yeah, like the the our first like real, you know, time together was like in Botswana. Like, what? I was like, this is adorable, and I love that they. I hate so I again because I I like to. I like to laugh at the haters. So I go into the hashtags with uh, like, like Mary and Hagen, Harry, Harry and Megan Netflix lies and like Harry and Megan evil, like all like ridiculous hashtags. And they're all like, for two people who value their privacy, they sure have a lot of videos and pictures that they're so happy to share. And I'm like, That's y'all act like people other. don't put their 
every waking second of their relationship on these social media platforms. They also act like Harry didn't grow up with a mother who did home movies, not for public consumption, but for them to have those moments right. outside. Exactly. Of also, where was Prince Harry's Instagram account? Was he, did he have one of those secret ones that was under hey, a different he, name? He clearly has a secret Instagram, which they did not show the handle. They showed which is the nothing picture but safari pictures for the, from the Instagram, <laughs> but they did not show the handle. So I think that the, his secret Instagram is still active. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I very much so caught that because even with the um, her niece um, from that lion ass sister of hers. Oh, Ooh, Ashley, I feel so bad for her. Man, I want to give her a hug. Same, but same. they they hid her Instagram uh handle when they showed mm-hmm. like, yeah. the pictures of them together. So I'm like, that means that people's stuff is like still active. They don't want people going back and looking at it. But I was like, hmm, Harry still has a secret Instagram. Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. Don't do it. No, no, she's thinking of who else has a secret Instagram that we can like slide them into her. Look, I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, somebody slide somebody into my DMs. That's all I'm saying. Hey, well, slide into Prince Williams. You know, maybe looking. Look, no, I will lock no. down my account fact, right after they in there. Like, not Prince William, but I will lock down my account as soon as Chris Evans. I mean, he's going to be looking to rehab his image, and the four Z's can make him make it to the throne now. So you know. Unless uh, Prince William gets a ton of hair plugs, uh, he don't have to worry about nothing. He don't have to honestly, <laughs> honestly, he doesn't have a bad shaped head. He needs to just go ahead and shave that shit off and be done with it. Yeah, he either got to go full Jason, Jason Statham or like get hair plugs. Because honestly, sir, whatever you're doing <laughs> in between is not working. Yeah, but the problem is that like his face though is just it, it transformed <laughs> it's not like not it, he don't look like 15 year old William though like he he, God don't like ugly and I don't even believe in he, God but I believe that like he looks like the stereotypical joke of like an inbred British you know royal member of the royalty mm-hmm like his teeth were ridiculous. Died. Well, and what I was going to say, too, there was a couple of points I wanted to loop back around to. They were talking, and I, I wrote this down. I said they were talking about how Megan wilted under the pressure. And we were talking about Kate earlier, right? All I could think was, I'm thinking of those older pictures of Kate before they even got married. Mm-hmm. And then, like, images of Kate now the light that was in her eyes before they got married is gone. And I know that's because he out here can't keep his dick in his pants. Yeah, because he's lollygagging. Right. But, and because, but because she was brought up in that culture and that heritage and those stations, she knows that she's got to keep her mouth shut. But it's, it is really sad to see, again, what that institution does to women who have spirit. Mm-hmm. Kate, Kate, Kate is like Kate was violently a, thin. Kate was a spirited woman before they got married. I didn't pay no attention to her, so I I don't I don't. I, I mean, she really didn't that. do much, but yeah, she she definitely you know when she you, looks broken. Yeah, and like I said, she she is violently thin. Um, I just I really want her to have a sandwich because yeah. my God. I know well, what I know that when her uh, when her kid was being that badass that time, um, I think what was it at the Wimbledon. Liz kid, her kid was being a badass yeah. and everybody was making jokes and 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 you know I, I love the jokes the jokes are funny 
but she did look like a, a, a parent who had just given up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might yeah, look. What, I just... Didn't Charlotte? St- didn't his sister step in like sit your ass down? <laughs> she was like, "Look, I'm just, I'm just trying to make it <laughs> until your ass is gone." The thing though about Kate is, I think a lot of that spirit had gone out of her even before he started cheating. I feel like she had already started on that road to get him, you know, like, cause I've so much of her narrative was, you know, the whole weighty Katie, uh, you know, she, she had to do all these things to make herself acceptable for the Royal family. So I feel like she had already started down that road and then probably whatever else she had to deal with, especially after the thing that got me and it continues to get me to this day you're telling me I pop out a baby and I got to stand on somebody's goddamn steps and bring my brand new fresh to the world baby out in front of people to breathe on? While I'm bleeding bleeding through while I am violently (laughs) bleeding through a hospital diaper. Because you are bleeding through a hospital diaper when you're doing that, that soon after birth. And I appreciate all of that, but it fundamentally comes down to we are all black. (laughs) And you know, black people don't want, don't breathe on my baby. No, <laughs> I'm not bringing my baby out here for you to breathe. You're hot right. on my brand new child. You, you too all. close. Get your hand away. You'll see, him, you'll see him when I want you to see him. Right. So, yeah, I think that, like, I feel like by the time the uh, kid came, like that that was it for it. It's like, oh, I'm I'm in this and it's never gonna get better. Well, <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think with, she has given up. And if I recall with George, I want to say she ended up on bed rest towards the back end of her pres- pregnancy because she had the worst morning sickness, like to the point where they had to hook her up to like fluids and shit. Like it mm-hmm. was bad. And she was eating avocados. Just like Megan. That was that was Lewis. George <laughs> is the shit. oldest boy. But I'm gonna say with her first two kids. She was violently ill through those pregnancies, and you out here dipping your stick in anything that flirts. It's ew. That's why you're losing your hair. Anyway. Oh, the other thing I wanted to make sure we touched on was the relationship with Megan's dad. Uh, and sister. Because uh. we were talking about her niece. And again, you just wanted to hug that poor child. And I'm sure Megan was so hurt she couldn't bring her to her wedding because of her, you know, fuck ass sister. But who has Thomas Markle's phone? That's what I want to know. I, you know what? I honestly think Thomas has his phone. Mm-hmm. I think once his daughter started to get shine and he didn't see any financial, I don't, I, I know Megan wants to believe the best of her father because that's her dad. Yeah. He ain't yeah. my daddy though. I, yeah. He had yeah. yeah. But she, but they, I mean, the, um, the point that I think that they were, you know, the speculation is someone else has taken control of her phone. Oh, oh sorry, of his phone. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't I, I think that's what they wanted to believe. I don't think that's what happened. I think I'm I'm of I'm of two minds. Um I do think at that point someone had his phone. I don't think mm-hmm. he was actually responding at that moment. I don't think he was <laughs> responding to those text messages. Um I or you know 
if it wasn't I think he knew who had his phone. I don't think it's like some somebody took his phone. I think he gave his phone to somebody else to be responding to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I think he I think him and the sister seem to me like two people who feel like because of their proximity to somebody who is famous and now somebody who is royal that they themselves mm-hmm should be famous and royal and getting attention and they should have the things that those types of people have which are people answering their phone and people like so I think that's what it was they just wanted nepotism Mm -hmm. and so and and, this is where we get to especially the little black child in the family yes Mm -hmm. exactly Yes. And and like, how dare she? Who is she to think that she deserves this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that when they started talking about the internet trolls, I like that they were like, one, it is very clear that there are internet trolls and that they are targeted and they are targeting her. And this is a different profile of an internet troll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, they, this is not what we're used to. You sh- you, we're used to white men. Um, no, these are middle-aged Caucasian women targeting this woman. For a yeah, man, Christopher Boozy. Uh, uh, that was never going to fuck them. Harry was never going to, he was never going to fuck you. Never. Ever. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Boozy put, uh, put the white women on blast. <laughs> he really did. Yeah, and I, but it's I just do like... think I do think though the letter, the whole situation with the letter, um, that is a case I think of that was intercepted. The press intercepting either the press mm. intercepted it or his sister intercepted it and sold it to them. Yeah, I I and don't they trust his set her up. I they don't trust set her sister Megan at up. all. Well, and they trust, and that was the most insidious part to me. You know this is dangerous for these people. And the fact right. that you leaked Harry's letter to his father. Mm-hmm. You're already fucking with her. It was all, and I get it. They were trying they they had this narrative in their head that oh, she's bewitched our prince and we have to get him home and save him. And then when he sends this over, they realize, "Oh shit, it's not her. He wants out." Mm-hmm. They never really understood that this was not just some teenage rebellion lingering. Mm-hmm. He but, wanted his life. But I think, I think they knew it was him. I think the whole put it in writing thing mm-hmm. was because once they put it in writing, then it can leak, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I can say, I'm not the source of the leak. Like you put it in writing, anybody, so many people see things before they get to me. So clearly I wasn't the only one. I'm not the one behind it. Well, but, but the, and that goes back to my point earlier. Yes, they, they work for the Royal family, but it's almost like you're acting like the Royal family works for them. And if that's the case, what's the point of the Royal family? Mm -hmm. Uh But the fact that I'm not going to blame Charles is the one thing I won't blame for him. But the fact that you now see that these people have endangered your grandchildren and your child. Let's say, let's, for this, let's, so the sake of argument, Charles was like, to hell with Megan. That's still your son. Those are still your grandchildren. And these people who are supposed to be working for you endangered their lives. 
and there was no Mm -hmm. consequence. That is my issue with the royal family. They like to throw rocks and hide their hands. Or Mm -hmm. they hire people to throw the rocks for them and hide their hands. Oh, it wasn't me. It was them. You hired them. You let them stay. You let them continue. You are supposed to set the tone and you're not. Well, because because they are setting the tone. They're They're setting the tone that they wanted. It's exactly what they wanted. Like, that's the thing is you could. And that's why I think what we saw with Harry, it was like, he's like, I'm fed up. I'm done. Like, you want me to sit here and be quiet and not reveal things and not say things. But like, I do know that the buck stops with you. And if you're not doing anything, then at this point, that means you're at this point, if you're not doing something, you, you therefore are actually initiating it. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you weren't initiating it, you would stop it. And I think as much as she loves, uh, as much as he loves his grandmother, there's a part of him that is that is deeply hurt. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it, yeah. even you as much as he, under- yeah, even as much as he understands that her responsibility is to the throne, like, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking about somebody who's lost both his grandmothers this year. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that my grandmothers would would move heaven and earth to protect me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to not have that, I will never understand. Yeah, I, I will never understand that. Yeah, but I really don't like is how to, like people are not really focusing or not really talking about the actual like it feels like people are just kind of yada yadaing the actual trauma mm. of like having been and like you know having your mom like defensively driving around like unsafe because there was no security mm-hmm. like like that like that really uh, messes with you. And um, it, he, I think it goes into more and like better detail in the me you don't see. But the man talked about having panic attacks. <laughs> you know, um, like it's uh, like that type of trauma. I kind of feel like that people are kind of, um, uh, what is it? They're, well, I think the problem, and, and they say this multiple times in the documentary, and I I was like tweeting about this, say the not just for Megan and Harry, anybody, it is ridiculous to expect that that is just what you're supposed to deal with as a celebrity or as a member of the royal family. And I don't think it's that people are glossing over it i think that people think well that's the expectation right you get to live this life this privileged life and we get to know everything about you and your life and we get to follow you and we get to harass you and we get to ask you for autographs and you have to stop and take pictures with us because if you don't then you're a bitch and like all of these things are part of the what people feel is the social contract of being a celebrity. And that is fucking bananas. Yeah. <laughs> and and I say that also about like, I think it's ridiculous to expect that for Charles, for William, for Kate, for all of them. 
I think it is absolutely ridiculous. Like when she, when they're talking about being at Tyler Perry's place and the once the press found out and people Yo, that was cutting the game. that was crazy as hell in what in in what scenario is that okay for anybody you are trust like not just trespassing but You're breaking and entering they're breaking my it cutting my fucking fence i'm gonna put up an electric fence cut that shit try that and it's not <laughs> even like so like you said the argument I, I don't believe the argument, but it, it is the argument. So like the idea in, in Britain, at least, is that these people are subsidized by the taxpayers. And that, so therefore, everything they do is in the public interest. They're in a private citizen's home in another country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they are still doing this shit. The same shit and, in England. <laughs> and they like had left they have basically divested themselves of taking any money related right to the royal family yeah. like over they paid a year back. before that they right, paid they, it back they paid the money back like like they were literally like no we would we would like to be removed from the narrative literally <laughs> i am erasing myself from the narrative and it's still because it, i see it every again i go into these uh hashtags sometimes just to laugh <laughs> like i go into these hashtags all the time and people are like well they they take the they take money from us so like no, you know don't. like how dare they say stuff about the queen when they take uh the palace's money and how dare they and and like no matter how many times you say they do not take any money. In fact, they've given back any of the money that they had used and people will deny it. Well, that's lies. That's lies. <laughs> he, and like he was Harry's, emphatic about it in the Oprah in- interview. He Harry, was like, my mama left me money. Right. His Oh, and also the queen mother, um, queen, uh-huh. Elizabeth, queen Elizabeth, the queen mother left him money that wasn't, that was from her family, not mm-hmm. from the royal family. So he was set. He, he had the money to leave. And apparently... Charles broke him off some money. And also they, uh, besides that too, that was the whole reason for the Netflix and the Spotify deals Mm -hmm. was so that they would have enough money to live. And also (laughs) the narration, uh, didn't uh, Meghan Markle do narration for Disney? Mm -hmm. Because they met Bob Iger. And And she published her children's book. Right. Like so, they've got they've they've diversified they've diversified their financial polio polio. Lord Jesus, polio. <laughs> they don't take any money, but at the end of the day, they are mad that Prince Harry dared marry outside of Britain, dared married outside of his race, polluted the royal bloodline, as they like to say. You know, never mind that the royal bloodline is a fucking circle, but whatever. Well, okay, so yeah, that was what I was gonna say. So, like, they should be happy that somebody could contributed some genetic diversity to that line. Hello, it's a mess. It's a mess out there. Because how you have a child? How you have two child children? And I know that Megan is biracial, but y'all know how genetics works because we black as shit. And we have that 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 one relative that relative that's uh, uh light bright damn near white. Okay, in my case, it's my little sister. Okay, so we know that genetics are, are, are a little funky. For her to have two children that are that white, 
with red hair with not the hint of a kink in their hand. <laughs> what I will say is from what we saw of Archie most recently he, in, he in the nose. documentary, his hair is definitely darkened and it looks way more like hers when she was young. <laughs> yeah, but he ain't he's not using no afro picks, okay? <laughs> but if you look at his facial features even as an infant, I'm like, okay, I see it. I see I see I see. I see the 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 mother G the mother Eve gene in there. It's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's rising to the surface. <laughs> <laughs> I just really hope for uh his hairline that Megan's jeans <laughs> at least there because I love Harry and he is finer than Will, but that Prince that, that Prince Philip hairline, I see it every time they get shot in the back of his head. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk to Harry and see what we can do with him. Get we some, gotta get him a barber, black barber. Get him some shea butter. Get him the butter. No, nope. moisturizers. Nope. You're not gonna have Harry out here looking like Chef Fesco. We are not doing that. <laughs> with, with, with a Beijing, red Beijing on his, you know. <laughs> not giving Harry a tight Caesar. We're not doing that. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it could, it could, it could work. It could work on him only. We'll we'll give him a pass. <laughs> I was like, don't gingers love to date a black woman and come, <laughs> come to work with <laughs> get their hair all the way black. <laughs> we are not doing that. <laughs> any other <laughs> any other things before we wrap up? We've been on here for almost ninety minutes, y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I again, I just. Shout out to I think it was Liz Garbus was the director of this. Like, yeah, I did not know six hours. Um, if it was, I I was when I saw it, I I thought it was gonna be like a smooth like ninety minutes per part. (laughs) So the fact that it was twice that length, just excellent, excellent documentarianism. I don't know what the. And they were just so good with how how they paced it, how they cut it. Because mm-hmm. like I listen, this emotional. bitch better get a better get an Emmy. Because mm-hmm. I was emotional without the context. Um, when that shitty document, uh, Terrian asked Meghan Markle how she was doing, and she broke into tears. Yeah, I remember. Like that I remember seeing that on Twitter without the context, and with the context, I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta walk away for a second. Because I I could not see that. And that the fact that people saw that as like, oh, look at her whining. What's wrong with her? Like, she's still a person. The richest person is still a person. They still have feelings. Unless they Elon Musk fuck him all day. Fuck him. But uh. I'm talking about new mothers. New mothers are hormonal yes. wrecks mm-hmm. for like the first six to twelve months after a pregnancy as the body gets back to normal. How can you, even if you thought she was a stuck up bitch, how could you see her in that moment? And I say, well, damn, I can, I can see where this could be hard for her. That's just cruel. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. That, and, and, huh? Still laughing at the Elon Musk. Part. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No, nah, I'm yeah. Yeah. By the way, so I'm as y'all can see on Twitter. my Twitter, I am I am all about like talking mash. I I mm-hmm. want him to bl- uh, suspend me from Twitter at this point. Hey, I'm writing Twitter till the wheels fall off. 
same. Yeah, it'll be like Thelma and Louise. We're going together. <laughs> um, there was the other thing. So, like, when a per- was something that hit me on a deeply personal level. Um, and it's tied. So, I-, I guess it's two things. So, tied to the miscarriage. Mm. Um, he is a far better man than I will ever be. Because if my wife had miscarried because of their shenanigans, I'd have burned the entire. I'd, 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 I I would have burned the entire island of England down. <laughs> hey, I, burn that bitch down in the daytime. Yeah, I want you to you, know it was me. Full John Wick. Lady Olena, tell Cersei. I tell tell <laughs> tell Lizzie. I wanted to know it was me. <laughs> but then that also leads to my other thing. So like I, the thing that. You know, there was, there's no denying that 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 Harry loves Megan. Yes, like you can see, like you know, you make jokes about like at the wedding. He was like, "Yo, can we wrap this shit up?" You know, he like he he looks like he wants to consume her. Like the only like the only person I can really compare it to is is your boy Joshua Jackson. No, oh. like, <laughs> every time there's a camera on him, he looks like like his wife is a rip ladder, and she's gorgeous. I get it. Um. But, I, you know, I I always love seeing a man who legitimately loves his wife yeah. and would and, and would go through hell for his wife. Yeah. You know, I you know, I y'all I'm sure a lot of y'all follow me on Twitter. I'm you know, I'm a horny uncle and I make jokes and I'm flirty and all that kind of shit, all that kind of shit. But I didn't know like, all that. Shoot. yeah, y- 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 y'all know. <laughs> Doc and Shannon know the shenanigans. <laughs> he be up but, to the he but, be up to the foolery. <laughs> huh? What'd you say? I said you be up to the foolery, but we know where you we know where your heart lies. Yeah, but but you know the, the at the end of the day, you know when you, no matter who you are, what you do, um, in 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 whatever you engage in, just like having that 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 feeling for that person like this is my person I, I i you know i will go to war for this person you know that, I'm happy that they me, have each other yeah that gave me so much respect for harry yeah uh, like even his his guilt that you can tell he still feels about mm-hmm. his initial response yeah she was struggling like that that is a man that will there's a part of him that will never forgive himself. Yeah. And I feel that. Like, I feel that on a personal level because I, you know, because we are constructed to be a certain way as men. And and there are there are moments where I know that I was not there for my wife in a way that she needed. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and, and I try to be very good about that. And I just, I still know that there are moments that happen. So I felt that so much. Mm-hmm. And I... I just really appreciate again that like they're not perfect. They're still got a lot to learn, still extremely naive <laughs> about mm. certain things. I think they're I think both of them still want the the best or hope for the best or look for the cool. best from people, even very shitty people clearly in their lives. Um, but he he really said. I am going to, I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to sit in this. This is not, this is not my wheelhouse. I'm a, I'm a listen and learn. I'm a sit back. Um, mm-hmm. no, I'm a know when to step back. Um, I'm a know when to just like play, play the side position, um, when it's needed. 
Like I, I really appreciate like to be a a white man from the family that he is from Mm. and be willing to like step to the side and, and like, even, even that. And I know I'm like, not trying to like, you know, give white people, you know, credit cookies for basic shit, but it's kind of not basic shit when you're somebody from where he's from. Yeah. Like, right. it's kind of a big deal. Right. <laughs> and like, you, you gotta appreciate... A... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I was just gonna say, like, you, you can tell that he's done a lot of the work that um, we want white people to do in order to understand more, you know, that, you know, that there are differences, different experiences in this world and, um, to understand that or to recognize it is you or the process of becoming woke. It's not anything, you know, what you may have done in the past, it was the past, acknowledge it, but, you know, break it down, understand why you're wrong and don't repeat and and don't repeat the same mistakes. And it Um, wasn't performative. That was the thing that that really impressed me. So like genuinely he was doing it. Right. So like when he talked about the whole where he wore the Nazi uniform and he I had no idea that he did. He he talked to as many people as he did about that. Like he was like, yeah, I mm-hmm. went to a rabbi. I went to I talked to this guy and that guy. I talked to my friends with Jewish mm-hmm. and, you know, but he never made a production of it. He was like, yeah, this, that was one of the worst moments of my life to this day. I regret doing mm-hmm. it. You know, I, I had the conversations. I understand what it's about. You know, that's mm-hmm. the kind of thing that that you appreciate in a person where they where they quietly do the work mm-hmm. and you can but, and, go ahead. Um, quiet as is kept. Um, Prince William was with him when he got that shit. <laughs> so <Don't doubt> that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, I was going to say, I don't know how much he learned, but <laughs> He definitely wasn't, you know, pulling his little brother back. And then, and then your boy was talking, was given like a a, a one-on-one or unconscious bias. Like I was really impressed with Harriet on this. Yeah, very impressive. Yeah. The other thing I just wanted to say before you go is I joked about this on Twitter. I said, I called uh, uh, part six, Tyler Perry presents uh, Harriet (laughs) Megan. really was Tyler Perry presents Harry and Megan because Tyler entered the picture and it would it became a Tyler Perry production. He was awesome. Like he's like, yeah. look, he's I, like- I have sent them a message like early on, you know, I saw what she was going through. I was like, this is weird as fuck. Like just know I'm here if you need anything. <laughs> and then like he helped though. He got them out, all that stuff. The part that got me was when they said, would you be Lilibet's godfather? And he was like, yes. I was like, yes. And he was like, and then I was like, wait, we got to go over there and do something with Because like, yeah, I don't fuck with them folks. Right. We all going to be over there. Totally. <laughs> Tyler said, because I'm cool I with imagine. y'all. Just, I don't know nothing about the rest of the royals. I'm cool with yeah. y'all. Can you imagine? Tyler Perry in a room with Prince Charles and <laughs> Prince William, the shit he would say. Oh, he was because so he doesn't. 
He has no fucks. <laughs> None whatsoever. I don't fuck with them folks. Right. Lover, <laughs> I don't know them folks. Love or hate Tyler. He is someone who pulled himself up out of nothing. He ain't got no time for the likes of people who were born with silver spoons in their mouths who act like they run every goddamn thing. He would totally read them for filth the minute they said the wrong thing. The minute they said the wrong thing. He was not about it. He'd be be like the old black lady in church just reading everybody, but they don't know, you know, that they're being talked about. So everyone else is getting jokes. They not. Yeah, so here's Mm -hmm. another uh, uh, I I ain't shit moment. So like when all of that happened, I just pictured him dressed up as Medea going, come on home, baby. (laughs) I just, and I'm I'm just, I, I, I admit it. I admit it on a daily basis. I ain't shit. (laughs) <laughs> and it was, said, it, was I, ador- I it. it was adorable though adorably sad so yes it was adorably sad because they got there's like thank you we only need a week we'll be out of your hair he was like Mm-mm, i got other places you stay here as long as you need to and just to know i'm sure they were just like oh people are kind to us and, they and harry like, was and, ready to stay and <laughs> Because yeah. he ain't never had a much freedom in his wife. Wait, they're kind to us and they're not asking us for anything. I think it was right. those two things. They didn't know, like, everybody wanted a piece of them. And here's somebody who just said, no, do what you got to do. Oh, they, they found you? Okay, we'll put in some more security. We'll put in some more coverage for you. Didn't ask for anything in return. I don't think they had ever had. I know Harry ain't never had that. Mm-hmm. Except for when he was in the army and when he would go to Africa. But any other time, people w- were there with their hands out. And again, notice how every time Harry had a reprieve, he was around black folk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I really appreciate, like, I appreciated that he, one, he reached out and did that for them, but also that. I hadn't considered it until Tyler said it in the documentary that the fact that they pulled their security mm-hmm. was in a way come on an now attempt to make them run back. It was, come on it now. Was. It, and it, I had now. not thought about that yeah. until I, Tyler said it. I absolutely did not. Like yeah. that in in yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say some things I'd rather say to you all on on, on DMs, yeah. but they were trying everything they could to make them, as Daenerys likes to say, bend the fucking knee. Right. It, it was. It was. It was domestic violence, pure and simple. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And what? So people will um, claim that. Well, I guess recently when they had to go to the UK for the Queen's funeral, you know, there was a little. There's a lot of hullabaloo about. Okay, what are they going to do about their security? Um, and the one of the problems that presents itself is though Harry is willing, and I think he has like a lawsuit with the Met Police or something, Harry is willing to pay for police protection. However, you have to have like, if he's coming with his own crew, his crew has to be able to liaise and have um, access to intelligence and information that they know. And so even if he comes over with his own advanced team and they set things up, if the you know Royal Protection Squad isn't sharing information with you know his people, yeah. I mean, what, what can you do? Like how how do you fix that? And it's not America; um, they, they can't. And care. it's not his fault. 
And it's not America. Mm -hmm. They can't carry. So that's the other part of it. Yeah. And (laughs) they have done so much. They've been working for free. How are you going to work for the richest woman in the world for free? They've, they've done so much to be accommodating. And even the fact, again, I I think they're so sweet and so naive. (laughs) The fact that like Megan was like, they wouldn't pull our security. Right. And Harry's (laughs) like, of course, my father would never do that. (laughs) And it was like immediately like, Uh, this is the last day. Right. Meanwhile, (laughs) you know, security was packing this shit. Yeah. (laughs) Are you going on a trip? What's going on here? Um, it's funny too because some of the scuttle I, I know we I said we were gonna wrap up that was like twenty minutes ago but some of the scuttlebutt is like oh I wonder Harry probably regrets this documentary now that his grandmother died like why he never shat on his grandmother right his he never implicated her never and I, I kind of think he should have in some respects that, but that's but the I love understand of a grandson for his grandmother exactly I, and him. I understand yeah. Again, I'm I'm thinking as somebody who just recently lost his grandmother's. I, I I get it. I understand. If anything, the documentary portrayed her as more of a victim than I believe she actually was. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think the documentary did a a good job of putting enough of it on the press mm-hmm. to distance it from the family somewhat, mm-hmm. but. For sure, the parts about their location being leaked mm-hmm. um, and the parts about the senior royals m- asking them to put things in writing that later mm-hmm. leaked. Mm-hmm. In the bullying allegation. In the part about being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And there was that one part. I don't, again, I don't think the queen did this, but the the part about how he talked to her and he was like I'm coming and let's talk and da 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 and then the minute he got there all of a sudden her schedule is too full to meet with him no and the way he the way he framed it she said hey when you come back bring Megan we'll sit down we'll have tea it was her idea Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then suddenly she was busy and okay this is the other thing where I do think it was very blatant and it was clearly the queen the whole waiting for Megan to go back to uh, Canada before mm-hmm. they would meet. Like, oh, we can't meet. We can't meet. But oh, I wait, did... Megan's not in town anymore. Let's talk about how you guys are. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. that was like literal. Like they said, like, you know, she was denied a seat at the table. Like they literally denied her a seat at the table. They waited till she was gone to have that discussion. About her life, about her children's lives, about her husband's life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yay or nay the on the documentary? The I only thing, the only other comment I, I, I have, I'm sorry, I'm no, stretching okay. this out. No, it's okay. Um, I wanted Harry to disclose who asked about that baby's cover. It was William. No, it wasn't. I, I don't think it was William. I think it was Charles. Actually, uh, no, you know what? Uh, I think it was his grandfather. Mm. I think it was fair. And he loves his I, I could accept that. I could accept that. The reason why, and I, I think, uh, Shannon, you were on a DM conversation about this. The reason why I don't think it was William is because that, that conversation hits different when it's your brother. Mm-hmm. Harry would have whipped William's ass. 
<laughs> Look, we see how he oh, is about his wife and, and his know, family. And you know what? Harry would have whooped Williams, Williams' ass. And it was his unwillingness to disclose who it was. He said he would never. That leads me to believe it was Philip. Because mm-hmm. he, really- yeah, it, it it was either his father or I can accept that it was probably it, it could have been his grandfather. It was not his brother because. William would have caught them hands. Yeah, but honestly, <laughs> it sounds like some shit Philip would say. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna be frank. Charles is uncouth in certain ways. I don't see Charles going there. I do see Philip going there. The other thing I will say that they left up in the air question mark is there was a text that came through after the Oprah when they were showing all the oh, oh like after the Oprah documentary aired because mm-hmm. there was the Beyonce text. But they very kind of quickly went over. Harry got a text from William. They and he showed it to Megan. And she was like, mm. and gave him a hug. They did not say what the text said. Mm-hmm. Release the text. <laughs> <laughs> Release the Windsor cut. No I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, I it had to be somebody that that Harry would be would would would, would be in deference to. I, I just can't see his brother having that question and walking away from that. Yeah. <laughs> so well thank you guys for getting together to talk about this. Do you want to let them know where they can find you? I'll go nope. first because <laughs> I was gonna say y'all don't need to find me. If you well, haven't found me by now <laughs> the same I'm on TikTok more than I'm on Twitter because Twitter was being asked even before Elon got his hands on it. And now when I pop in every now and again, there's more ass. So I just be acting and cutting up over on TikTok. If you find me, you find me. If you don't, you don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, if you don't know me. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm on Twitter, but my shit is locked. So, I mean, you're out of luck. <laughs> I'm on Hive, but apparently Hive is not on Hive. So, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> So, I'm just a guest. I'm just a guest. <laughs> well, no, you can find me on Twitter at Shitty Um, but I'm I'm literally just on Twitter until you know. I'm assuming one day I will just log on, like go to the app, and nothing will nothing. refresh. They'll pull a they'll put for those of us who did the Chinese dramas. They'll pull a drama fever where it's just like a blank screen with no linkable <laughs> material saying "Thank you, we're shut down." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for that day. That's coming soon. <laughs> or you'll get the spinning wheel like the app is trying to load, but there's nothing in the background. <laughs> <laughs>